serving as a Fox Sports Wisconsin studio analyst. You've also, if you're anywhere on social media, you've seen uh, all his uh, fun work that he does uh, with uh, videos and other things uh, via social media. It is Tim Dillard. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I just I just ran across the street. I had to go get some cheese curds before I got out of here. What's uh? Do you is there a certain place you get the cheese curds, or are you just a cheese curds across the board, all glorious guy? You know, I'm going to trust the state of Wisconsin on this. And if you have cheese curds on the menu, I'm going to go with that. Okay, that's uh, that's fair. <laughs> uh, you did studio work the last few days for uh, Fox Sports uh, Wisconsin. You've got your feet in your hands and in so many different things. But uh, how did you enjoy this past weekend? Uh, you know, if if it was another team or another stadium, it would have been probably a horrible experience. Uh, Coming here and seeing people that I know, I know everyone in the dugout, I know all the coaches, I know people in the press box, uh, people that take tickets, <laughs> people in charge of parking, it was uh, it was an amazing and, you know, truly special experience for me. I know you still want to keep playing and, you know, you're, you're not quite, I don't think you're at least thinking about that, that post playing career quite yet, but it's kind of a cool opportunity because all the stuff you've done with the, what you do on social media and the fun you have, maybe that's opened up some doors and here you are still a, an active player and, and you get to do the studio stuff for a weekend. Do you kind of view it that way as just a, a cool opportunity while you're still in the middle of your playing career? Yeah, I don't, you know, it's one of those things where I wish I was chosen to do, you know, pre- and post-game analysts for the Brewers for three games against the Reds because of my playing career. <laughs> but I'm thinking it, it may have had something to do with some of the stuff I do on social media. So I'm okay with that. This team is a is a really good team, and obviously you're very familiar with it. You and I talked about them a little bit during uh, your time here in the, in the press box. Just as you watched them over the course of the last three days, what jumped out at you? Uh, just a very cohesive team. I know they went and picked up some guys, uh, wow, just probably as of two weeks ago. Um, but just seeing the dynamic in the clubhouse, it's a, it's a pretty special thing. It reminds me of uh, <laughs> some of the teams I was on uh, in the big leagues <laughs> several years ago. So you can't fake that. I was telling Craig in between breaks uh, one time, I said, listen, you, you can't fake that kind of camaraderie. And just guys that have just so much passion and confidence in one another. And you just can't fake that. Tim Dillard continuing to uh, join us here on Brewers Weekly. Craig Council once said to me, and he said this to, to a lot of people, that one of the things he tries to do as a manager is allow guys to be themselves and let their character come out and who they are come out and then feel comfortable being who they are in a team environment. Does him setting a culture with that with, with that standard where guys can be very comfortable in their own skin, does that play into that cohesiveness that you just talked about? Well, Craig played a long time, and probably his favorite coaches are the ones that coach before the game starts. You know, get get guys, put them in position to succeed, and then let them go out and play. Because these guys get to the big leagues for a reason. They know what they're doing. They're uh, they're not strangers to a baseball field. And I, I think he he does a very good. I, I don't know if it's it's a. Uh, a collective thing from the coaching staff, if they all get together and go, okay, we're going to coach and then we're going to let them go play, or if it's just a very natural, organic process. But uh, it all stems from him, and he knows what he wants, and he lets his guys go out and play. And literally that's what every baseball player wants from a coach. 
did you get the sense uh, pitching at the AAA level this year, not just this year, but really since Craig Council has been a manager, has the organization done a good job of kind of what, the culture that exists at the big league level, trying to make sure that exists at the next level as well? What I got from Craig right away was um, a, a sense of urgency about what you're doing. Not just, uh, hey, we're going to try to cultivate you as you go along through the levels, through the minor leagues, and hopefully, you know, you make it to the big leagues and yay. And No, he wanted to win. So he came over the first time he was manager. I saw him in spring training, and he comes in and he goes, listen, he goes, I want you to come to the field with two things in mind, to be a good teammate and to win because that's, that's what we're here to do. And what they don't want is a bunch of guys not knowing how to win and then showing up in the big leagues. So I think that's, I think that's a very smart move on his part because, you know, not everybody in the minor leagues is going to make it to the big leagues. So wherever you're at, you're A-ball, double-A, triple-A, you want to win. You were part of the final triple-A season in Colorado Springs. The organization will have their triple-A <laughs> affiliate in San Antonio moving forward. Uh, what's the From a pitcher's perspective, what does it mean for the Brewers no longer being forced to put their pitchers uh, at the one step away from the big leagues at altitude? You know, at first I really thought they were going to shelter guys a little bit, keep them in double-A, call them straight from double-A. Um, one thing that Stearns did was put his top guys, he put them there. And whether he knew it or not, I think what, what he was getting oh, – after that, when guys made it to the big leagues, was a he was getting tougher players because you can't have and I, I I kind of use it in this terminology you can't have grape skin in Colorado Springs you got to have rhinoceros skin you know <laughs> you got to have you got to have rhino lining because whether you do good or bad or whatever it is a tough place to master whether you're a pitcher or a position player so if anything came from the four years the Brewers were there it's that whoever played there has that's some rhino skin moving forward in whatever it is. If you're in the big leagues or it's still in the minor leagues or not playing anymore, like those, those individuals, man, you either, you either give up or you just get stronger. San Antonio isn't a great facility. According to reports, they're going to build a new clubhouse. Uh, they're going to put in some cages, things like that. But the actual ballpark yeah. isn't a, a fantastic ballpark. From a player's perspective, when you're at AAA, do you do you care about the ballpark that you're playing in, or as long as it's a nice clubhouse that you're spending most of your day in, and you got the everything that you need, is it okay? Yeah, as long as it's at sea level <laughs> <laughs> or below, I'm cool. You know, now um, I, the the big clubhouse helps. You know, one of the things that everybody says when they came into Colorado Springs for the first time, whether it's six year free agent or whether it's you know a guy getting sent down for the first time or a young guy getting called up is that the clubhouse was huge. You know, we'll deal with everything else when it comes, but the clubhouse is big. You have room to kind of spread out, and that appealed to a lot of people. If You know, if you have a hard ballpark to play in and you have a hard clubhouse, it's a hard year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully they'll just build a giant, humongous clubhouse in, in uh, San Antonio. <laughs> when, when you were in Nashville, when the Brewers were in Nashville and you had to go to Colorado Springs yeah. and be in that visiting clubhouse, was there any worse clubhouse in AAA? Whew, at the time? Let me think. I don't know. Rosenblatt was still around. The first time I went to <laughs> Rosenblatt where they did the College World Series, yeah. that place was the size of a uh, 
Uh, you know those SUVs that have like the extended thing in the back where it's like more trunk space? Yeah, that's about how the size of the, uh, <laughs> of the clubhouse. <laughs> so I would have to say Rosenblatt, and they tore that down. Um, but the visiting clubhouse in Colorado Springs is actually really tough. But I actually know the club there. Steve Martin is his name, and he does a, he does a great job. He's got a lot of uh, good help over there, some of my friends. Yeah, well, we both spent a lot of time in Colorado Springs. It's, uh, I know for me it's holds <laughs> yeah, a special know, right? place. But we can still be honest about the uh, the facilities there. So it'll be a good short season there at the club. Hey, uh, Tim, it was great to see you while you were here. Uh, look forward to our paths uh, crossing again. Uh, enjoy your off season and uh, look forward to seeing uh, what's uh, what the future holds for you. Yeah, me too. So let me know if you see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thank Tim. you.